The Bible says, Get wisdom, and with all thy gettings, get understanding. Welcome to Learnable Podcast. This is a place where everyday people study the Bible for themselves and transfer its treasures to the next generation. Damsel writes, hosts this podcast. She is a firm believer of digging deep into the Bible for yourself and transferring its treasures to children. She is also a lover of chocolate cake. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to know you through your words. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Amen. Who is to blame? Well, in today's study, we'll be looking at Uzziah chapter 4. Finding out who is to blame. The tools we will use in this study are the who, what, when, where and how to, the what does it mean to and how does it apply to me today too. So, let's dig in and turn our Bibles to Uzziah chapter 4. Chapter 4 Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out, and blood toucheth blood. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. They eat up the sin of my people, and they set their heart on their iniquity. And there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways, and reward them their doings. For they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase, because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. Whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart. My people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declareth unto them. For the spirit of whoredoms hath caused them to err, and they have gone a-whoring from under their God. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains, and burn incense upon the hills, under oaks and poplars and elms, because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom, and your spouses shall commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom, nor your spouses when they commit adultery. For themselves are separated with whores, and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore the people that doth not understand shall fall. Though thou, Israel, play the harlot, Yet let not Judah offend, and come not ye unto Gilgal, neither go ye up to Bethaven, nor swear the Lord liveth. For Israel slideth back as a backsliding heifer. Now the Lord will feed them as a lamb in a large place. Ephraim is joined to idols, let him alone. Their drink is sour. They have committed whoredom continually. 
her rulers with shame do love. Give ye. The wind hath bound her up in her wings, and they shall be ashamed because of their sacrifices. Who, what, when, where, and how to? God laid charges against Israel. The charges are no faithfulness, no love, no acknowledgement of God, cursing, lying, murder, stealing, and adultery. No one was to point to the other person as the reason for Israel's sin. No one could pass the blame. The priest could not point to the people, and the people could not point at the priest either. The priest rejected God's knowledge, and God rejected him as his priest. Israel ignored the law of God, and God also would ignore Israel's children. As the number of the priests increased in the land, the more the priests sinned against God. Israel continued idolatry transferred to Israel's children, the next generation. They too continued in the sin of idolatry. The priests were profiting from the sin of the people, and God's judgment was meted against both the priests and the people. There was a warning for the nation of Judah. The nation of Judah can see Israel's state of affair, but Judah is given a warning not to follow in the footsteps of Israel. Well, what does it mean? The blame of who cursed or who sinned in Israel was not to pass from one person to the other. The people could not blame the priest, nor could the priest blame the people. God is holding every single person accountable. Profiting from the sin of people and keeping quiet on the sin, the profiter will also be held accountable for the sin they kept quiet on. The lack of knowledge brings destruction to the people. The people didn't make any effort to become conversant with the knowledge that God gives. Yet, the negative repercussion for Israel's continued sin does not birth repentance, rather a digging in of their heels to continue in their sin and disobedience. A people or a person might be given a chance to repent of their sin. This, however, should not entice others to copy this sin. Well, how does Uzziah chapter 4 apply to you and me today? Everyone, irrespective of their gender or age, have sinned, and each person is to stand accountable, not shifting the blame of the corruption or the decay in the society to anyone or to any group of people. When I first looked at Uzziah chapter 4, it seemed familiar. And on Pondry, I see this attitude to blame everyone else except take responsibility, which reminded me of a poem I learned when I was in secondary school. It's a funny poem, but it's actually true. It goes like this. The poem is titled, Mr. Nobody. 
I know a funny little man, as quiet as a mouse, who does the mischief that is done in everybody's house. There's no one ever sees his face, but yet we all agree that every plate we break was cracked by Mr. Nobody. Tis he who always tears our books, who leaves the, jaw, the door ajar. He pulls the bottom from our shirt and scatters pins afar. That quickling door will always quick. For prayer, don't you see, we leave the oiling to be done by Mr. Nobody. He puts the damp wood upon the fire that kettles cannot boil. He's at the feet that brings in the mud and all the carpet soil. The papers always are mislaid. Who had them last but he? There's no one tosses them about but Mr. Nobody. The finger marks upon the door by none of us are made. We never leave the blinds unclosed to let the curtains fade. The ink we never spill, the boots that are lying around you see, are not our boots, they all belong to Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody does not just reside in homes, but it resides in our societies and institutions. Looking at the community you are living in, for the wilds and the deplorable state of it, who is to blame? Is it the older generation or the younger generation? Is it the leaders or the followers? Is it the male or the female? The act of blaming others and not taking responsibility is yet to solve any problem. As we see in Hosea chapter 4, Israel did not take responsibility and repent and gained the knowledge she needed from God, but rather she continued in a sin that passed on to the next generation. How does this impact you and I today? Our sin, be it individual, families, communities, or as a nation, causes us to be separated from God. Let us submit, repent, and humble ourselves before God, that it may not go on to destroy with judgment. The fourth chapter in Uzziah also hints the way forward to restoration, repentance, and the knowledge of God. Repentance. Individuals and communities need to repent of the wrongdoings they have allowed in their homes, communities, and institutions, either by their indifference or ignorance not to copy others in their sinful ways, or turning away from those things that are ungodly and are against the knowledge of God. The next step in restoration is an active intentionality of gaining the knowledge of God and ensuring that this knowledge is gained also by the next generation. As the Bible tells us, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. That we will find in Proverbs chapter 9 and verse 10. Thank you. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to also dig deeper into your study of the Bible. So, we have put together a free Bible study guide which is tailored for everyday people just like you. To get a copy, all you have to do is go to damselwrites.simplymore.com.
www.damselrights.co.uk and that is damselrights.simplymo.co.uk and download your own copy. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, share with a friend, and remember to leave a rating. Five stars are our favorite type. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see you in the next episode. Shalom.